Welcome to Everything Renewed Podcast. This is Wes Morgan. Listen, everyday people operate under habits and mindsets that prevents growth. This podcast is here to address those habits and mindsets and dismantle negative stigmas. We truly believe that if you start with the mind, everything can be renewed. Let's go. It's another day for your mind to be renewed. My name is Wes Morgan and welcome to Everything Renewed Podcast. Thank you for joining us. It is Women History Month and I wanted to jump right into today's episode. I have a special guest in the studio and I want to highlight um, for the next few episodes a few dope women that I know that is making an impact in our world. Um, in the studio today is Miss Keisha McDonald. She is from the city of Grand Rapids here in West Michigan. She is a, a mother of four. Just recently became a grandma. Isn't that right? <laughs> that is correct. Congratulations. And she, her history is in mental health. Um, she's also a foster parent. Her bio is too long to be trying to read. And every time I try to be deep and read people's bio, um, they tell me not to. So, Keisha, officially... Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you being here. Why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Let's start there. Since I butchered your, you know, your <laughs> intro there. It's all right. It's all right. So, yes, I am a mother of four. Just recently became a grandma. So, she's about four months old now. So, I'm excited about that. What's her name? Melody Amore. Oh, that's nice. So, um, I have a double master's degree psychology and clinical mental health counseling um a practicing limited licensed professional counselor um i have fostered children for over 10 years um mm. and i've adopted two so combining that passion of you know helping people and helping children through fostering um that kind of prompted me to do the whole mental health thing because a lot of foster kids have a lot of different mental health issues and you know dealing with those in my home I thought hey let's further that that's that's awesome and that's why I wanted to sit down and talk with you um first of all where do you find the time to go get two degrees <laughs> well I, you know my brother was struggling just to get one <laughs> so how do you get two <laughs> you know it, it's it, it was just something that I, I pushed through. I had gotten into an accident a few years ago, and after having had that first master's degree, I thought that I needed to do another one because I had some memory loss. But really, I, I kind of found out in the middle of that program that I hadn't lost as much as I thought. <laughs> so so who told you you had memory loss? Well, it, obviously, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> So it wasn't, the doctor didn't prescribe, nope. didn't say that, didn't diagnose and say you have memory loss. Nope. I just had some short term and then some long term and it, I just kind of figured that out through experiences hmm. that I was having. So that's interesting. You have a lot of knowledge and I really want to go off script right now because you said something and it, and it ringed already in my spirit, right? <laughs> a lot of kids need help and mm -hmm. you are a foster parent and I guess we, we'll get into that. Um, but let's start with our first question. Let's, mm -hmm. I ask every guest this question. Mm -hmm. What is something that you would like to see changed in our world? Well, um, 
during my uh, graduate studies, I did a couple study abroad and went to Africa as one of them. Where at in Africa? Um, I went to Zambia. Zambia. Hmm. And um, that was one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had. Um, the other experience was Peru. And so, but my Africa journey, um, I was able to come away with a theme um, of that trip. And that trip meant more to me than any other trip I've ever taken in my life just because it was Africa, mm. <laughs> you know. And, you know, I came back with, you know, the words love, joy, happiness, and caring. Mm. And that was really like the theme of my trip, of everything that I saw, everybody I came in contact with. And so there was a pride in the country that resonated those things. And so I wanted to try to bring those things to our community, you know, here because we don't see as much of it as we should. And everywhere I looked over there, that's all I saw. It's funny you say that. I had the privilege of going to Africa too, South Africa, and um, went to Johannesburg and some areas surrounding uh, Johannesburg. And talking about that pride and mm -hmm. that feeling, it's, it's a love, it's a sense Africa does something to you. Yeah, like, absolutely. Listeners, if you ever <laughs> want to make a trip, um, definitely go to the motherland because your life will be renewed. Anywhere seriously. there. Yeah, it sounds like you had a renewed perspective. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you know, when you left Africa. I found myself there. Mm. You know, it was like I got there and I went looking for something. I, the only thing I wanted to do was put my hands in the soil. That's what I told my professors and everybody mm. I went with. And once I was able to do that, I actually was able to plant a tree there. And it was, like, just amazing. And so, you know, I felt like I found myself there and was able to be renewed through that experience. And so, mm. you know, and then when I went to Peru, it was just like, okay, I don't have a connection to this country. <laughs> you know, what am I looking for here? What am I finding here? And, you know, by the end of the trip, I was able to find a deeper meaning of who I was. Um, from that trip so mm. you know every trip or experience that I've embarked upon has given me some type of renewed spirit of mm. who I am and what I am and what I'm supposed to do so you want to see that in the world absolutely that's what's up so needless to say everybody need to take a trip to Africa <laughs> it, that flight is brutal but, yes uh, <laughs> but once you get there it's yeah, worth it it's definitely <laughs> worth it so I have been privileged to purchase all of your books. <laughs> and in my hand right now is your latest book called The Life Journal. It's a journal, but to me it's a book. Um, <laughs> anyhow, it's talking about um, fear and talking about hurt. It's a lot of things in this book and I want to spend some time unpacking that. Give me the backstory. A lot of times we just want to jump right into the meat of the book. What's the bat story of this life journal? Well, a lot of things for me come to me in a lot of different ways. And one day I heard life and, you know, it was broken down into this acronym of living in fear of excellence. And whoa, so... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You said that way too fast. <laughs> Hold on. You know, we got to get the people something. <laughs> Repeat that again. So life is an acronym of living... In fear of excellence. I'm going to come back and touch that. Absolutely. And so I heard that and I, you know, sat on it for a little while. And, 
you know, thought about it a little deeper and it came to me that, you know, we all tend to live in this fear of doing excellent things or doing great things. And it's something that we all have. You know, kids are scared to do things on their own because of fear. You know, we as adults are afraid to do things, you know, that we know that we're capable of doing, but we don't do it because of what somebody else may think or for our own fear. So it keeps us from living. Mm. Okay. I said I was going to come back to it, but let, <laughs> let me jump into it right now. So if I'm hearing you right, and I want you to correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. you're saying that there's a fear present that keeps us away from excellence. Absolutely. When excellence is really who we are, That's but fear are. takes us away from that. Absolutely. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, keep talking. <laughs> and so, you know, this journal was something that came to me that, you know, a lot of times we are fearful because of things that have hurt us or things that we're holding on to. And so I thought of a way, a way that we could, that I could help would be to bring those things to the forefront so that you can release those things, Hmm. you know, drop off that baggage, just let it go so that you can be that excellent person that you were meant to be. Yeah. See, and the reason why I got caught up earlier, um, the listeners might've heard me say book journal and when I think of journal from my little small perspective, my little mind here. (laughs) You know, I think of, man, this ain't nothing no dudes to do, right? Right? I'm not, a journalist, like, let me sit down and write some notes. Mm-hmm. But this is a book. Like, this don't look like a journal. It look like yeah. a book. Yep, and it's a book, and it has different prompts in it that prompts you to write certain things. It asks you questions, you know, what hurts you, you know, how are you healing? You know, what do you need to heal from? And so it asks you different questions. And I even made two different covers so that males would, you know, be drawn to the book as well. So you and thought get about it. people like me. I thought about males, not just women. So, you know, I had a women's book. I had it in pink, a pink color. And I was like, well, let's let's change the cover on that. Because men need healing as well. And so I figured that, hey, why not allow, you know, men to grab this book that's a black cover versus mm-hmm. a pink cover yeah. to kind of go through the same questions and ask themselves the same questions so that they can find their, their clarity. Hmm. Let's go back to this fear. Uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. tap into that for a second. Um, you know, I grew up in church, still in church, you know, God has not given me the spirit of fear, but he gives, he has given me love, power and the sound mm-hmm. mind. So a lot of us deny fear. Absolutely. And we reject it or we, we rely on the spiritual aspect of it, but we are afraid to acknowledge fear. Speak to fear. I mean, I still think, I mean, I'm a pastor's daughter. What? You're a PK? <laughs> I am a PK. Ooh, let me be and good. so I grew up in that mentality as well. And I know that mentality well, but at the same time, we are still human. And even though that is scripture and that is spiritual and that is something that we tell ourselves there's still a layer of fear that is there that keeps us from being excellent, being purposeful, doing the things that we know that we are capable of doing. Hmm. So you're very intelligent. How would one begin the journey, right? I see it says life journal, but Mm -hmm. I know just as a therapist is like working through certain things, challenges, trauma, hurt, depression, anxiety. Mm -hmm. It's a process. How do we begin this 
journey of dealing with fear that's blocking us from excellence? Well, you know, beginning it is accepting it, accepting that that is something that is there. Mm. A lot of times we tell ourselves that we shouldn't feel a certain way or we shouldn't do certain things because of what somebody else may think or because of that's just how we grew up and what we know to do or not to do. And so starting that journey literally is accepting that, okay, yeah, this is how I feel. I am scared of this. I am fearful of this. And once you are able to accept that piece of it, then it's time to go to the next step Mm -hmm. of acting on that, acting to do what is going to be necessary to get you where you want to be. So I've been saying this lately that in order to change, you first must accept the fact that you need to change. Absolutely. So change does not take place until acceptance has resonated in your brain, in your heart. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Healing takes place from the inside out. Healing. Oh, so now we jumping from fear to healing. <laughs> oh man. Let, let, let's pause for a second. Um, and I want to, when we come back, I want to start talking about healing because we hear that a lot. We hear it in books. It's in your book. And I want to give you a space to speak to our audience about healing. Okay. We'll be right back. Today's podcast is sponsored by a more legacy publishing company. More Legacy Publishing is a company that focuses on publishing with a purpose. More Legacy Publishing has published daily journals, therapeutic activity books, children books, and coloring books. They help put your idea, story, and vision on pages for the world to experience. They are a family-owned and operated company whose sole purpose is to help you build your legacy. To find out more about Amore Legacy Publishing, go to www.amorelegacy, that is A-M-O-U-R-L-E-G-A-C-I.com, www.amorelegacy.com for additional information. Let them publish your book and help you build your legacy. Now back to the show. Okay, so we're back. So your journal, I I really want to continue to wrestle with the fear, living in fear of excellence and hurting. I, I feel as though as a therapist, I hear a lot how folks get trapped in their thinking and how fear, like you said here, keeps you away from being excellent but at the same time how fear really feeds into a lot of the things that have hurt us um talk more matter of fact let's let's go simple what is hurt define hurt for the audience (laughs) uh well being hurt could be you know anything it's not just i fell on the ground and scraped my knee you know we are we are have we have intense feelings um from words that people say, you know, from actions that people do. And really hurt is just that intense emotion that we feel when, you know, we feel isolated, we feel rejected, we feel, you know, all of these other, you know, intense emotions. And so hurting is something that we do on a daily basis. And it can be from anything. It doesn't have to be from that poke or that scrape that we got, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, you know, healing is really an intense personal experience as well that involves the wholeness and restoration and love that you receive, you know. So I can be healed from my hurt. Absolutely. If you allow it, allow that that healing to to actually 
break you know. that definition down just for me because you said it so smoothly. <laughs> I, I want to hear it again. What is healing? So healing is an intense personal experience. An intense person. Why does it? Why does healing have to be intense? Healing is is intense because it is something that encompasses you know your whole being, and in mm. order for it to actually you know, be, be pro- proactive or to work for you, it has to be an intense thing because hurt is intense. Hmm. You know, our hurting is intense. And so we need something that's going to match that. And hmm. so healing in a, in its own rare form just has to be an intense personal experience, personal to you hmm. only, you know, so your healing is not, you know, contingent upon anybody else. It's really contingent upon you. And what you choose to allow in. What do you say to the man, to the woman who has given the responsibility of their healing to someone else? And they will say to you as a therapist, I would, but I can't because, you know, Wesley did this or, you know, my uncle did this. And so I can't heal. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that? Why not? Why not what? Because that, that's, that's the hard question. And it's a simple question. But I would say, why not? Hmm. You know, and, you know, what would be the response beyond that? You can tell me I can't. And I'm going to ask you why not. You know, we have different choices. There's always another choice. Mm-hmm. There's not just one way to do things. There's not one way to heal. It's not one way to hurt. So if you tell me I can't do this because of somebody else, and I'll say, why not? Why is that person, why are you allowing this person to keep you from healing? Why are you allowing this person to hurt you? Because it's something that you're allowing because there is another choice. So we have given the license of our healing to Mm -hmm. other people Mm -hmm. versus taking a responsibility and carrying out our healing process slash journey, however you want to say it. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it belongs to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's ours. It's ours. But what happens to the trauma, right? The trauma affects our way of thinking. So It does. I It blocks me from understanding how to pursue healing and how to go about it because I've been hurt. Mm-hmm. I've been damaged. This happened to me. So healing is not done so easily. And your definition, um, repeat that again, just again, I, 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 when I hear something deep, I, w- I want people to hear it over and over again. So what is healing? An intense personal experience that involves wholeness, hmm. restoration, and love. Wholeness. So my wholeness is dependent upon myself and the, the, the level of intensity in which I bring that result. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hmm. Because when you when you're, you know, looking at trying to heal, you are, have to break it down as, you know, what do I need to heal from? Where in your body do you need to heal? Because when you're hurting, you're you hurt somewhere in your body. You feel that hurt hmm. somewhere in your body. It doesn't matter what it is. Somebody said something to you. You feel it somewhere in your body, whether it's in your head, in your heart, in your stomach, you feel it. And so breaking it down and figuring out, you know, where this hurt is in my body, where this hurt is in my heart, you know, Mm -hmm. what do you need to actually heal from? Is it just some words? Was it just something somebody did? You know, what do you need to release from that hurt? Mm -hmm. What do you need to let go? You know what I find? 
that the more I question people mm -hmm. and not trying to check anybody from uh, to, you know, trying to check them in their level of intelligence. But what I mean is the more I ask questions when I say, you know, you just said, what is it that I need to heal from? A lot of people will identify with brokenness or being broken, mm -hmm. but they don't know what broke them. Absolutely. So how do how do we give? I know this is not therapy, right? But just throw something out here to our audience. How do I locate what needs to be healed? The thing is, is that we always know the answers to these questions. We just don't want to say it. Really? If if we say it, it makes it real. It makes it, it, it makes ma it, it makes it intense. It makes it very intense. And then those things we don't want to deal with. We don't want to, we don't want to embark upon those things because it hurt us, hmm. you know, but in order for us to heal from it, we've got to call it out. We've got to accept it. We got to figure out, okay, this is what hurt me. And this is why. There go that word again. I keep, I'm on the, <laughs> there go that word acceptance. Accept it. Yeah. So in order to change, I first need to accept. You got to accept it. You got to call it out. Even if. It was something that triggered me, something that mm -hmm. somebody else projected onto me. Because truth be told, a lot of what we need healing from is based upon what somebody else did to us and not what we did to ourselves. Absolutely. But we hold on to those things because it's comforting for some reason. Even though it hurt us, it's comforting to hold mm. on to this baggage. Why? What what are we getting out of holding on to something that does not belong it does to not, us? Yeah, it doesn't belong to me. Somebody gave it to me, but I'm just going to take it and I'm going to hold on to it. You know, and I, I realized a lot of this through fostering with the kids that I get. They come to me with a lot of baggage hmm. and a lot of that baggage isn't theirs. You hmm. know, it's their parents, you know, from the neglect or, you know, the abuse or whatever they, they experience. They're holding on to somebody else's baggage. And they're angry and they're resentful and, you know, they're hurt and they have no idea why. And so holding on to these things are comforting to them because that right now that's all they have. And so when we're hurt by something, we hold on to that hurt mm -hmm. because it's easier for us to, you know, go towards the negative than the positive. Mm -hmm. Positive seems hard, you know, but the negatives are things that we hold on to because, hey, that happened to me. But the thing is, you, it doesn't have to be who you are. Is, is it a part of you? Absolutely. Did it make you who you are today? Absolutely. But it doesn't have to dictate your future. Mm. It doesn't have to dictate mm. how you proceed yeah. with your future. Wow. I heard something else and, man, my mind is kind of, <laughs> you, you got me thinking about a lot of things because a lot of times we, as adults, we have not went through healing ourselves. Mm -hmm. This is why we identify with music. Some of us identify with church. Um, we we identify with sports, whatever, because we there's something there that touch what needs to be healed, but we still do not go through the entire process. process. And now watch this. So doing work um, and the level of work that we do, I've I have uh, came across different kids who have horrific backgrounds mm -hmm. and I'm more likely to relate to them mm -hmm. and feel their pain possibly because and I want to hear your thoughts about this possibly because I have not healed mm -hmm. right so my healing is identical 
to what they're feeling and my heart goes out to them. So oftentimes we take somebody else healing and it doesn't like, or they're hurt. Sorry, they're hurt. I keep, yeah. I keep saying the word healing, but it, what I mean, what I mean is hurt. So my, because I have been hurt and I have not healed, want to clarify, because I've been hurt and I have not healed, mm -hmm. I see other people hurting and I grab a hold to their hurt. And now we got two individuals stuck. Mm -hmm. that are not healed and we're thinking we're stronger and we're not speak Absolutely. to that that happens a lot in relationships you know we gravitate to people that are hurting we gravitate to those that are similar to us and so we get into this relationship and you hurting and i'm hurting and we don't know we hurting we think oh we good hmm. because we vibe but we get in long you know deeper into the relationship and realize man you know, you damaged. <laughs> and then you look at yourself in the mirror and be like, well, I'm damaged too, but you don't want to admit that. And so we do take on other people's hurt because it's easier to take on the negative and to gravitate towards the negative. It's, I think it's just innately in us to go towards the negative than the positive, mm -hmm. which is why, you know, prayer and scripture and all of these things to lift you up are so prevalent is because we automatically go towards the negative. Hmm. You know, and so again, we go towards that hurt. That's why holding on to them bags is a lot easier in that baggage. Is it something in our hurt? Or is it the, I like, how can I post this question? Is it something in our hurt that make us grab a hold to like our insecurity? Or is it something in the healing process that we fear that keeps us insecure? I think it, it's a little bit of both. You know, because we we are very comfortable sitting in that fear because we don't want to move from it. But we're not getting nothing out we're of it. We're not getting nothing out of it, but we don't. It's it's comfort. For some reason, that fear is comfortable. So fear and blocks progress. It blocks you from doing the things that, you know, you you are purposeful, you know, for that you are supposed to do. Mm. Wow. So this, let's go back to your, as you can see, I can take this so many <laughs> different ways. Um, let's go back to your your life journal. So if I'm a person listening to this podcast mm -hmm. and I'm dealing with a lot of emotional abuse, I'm dealing with physical abuse, I'm dealing with uh, sexual trauma, I'm dealing with, you know, they got this thing called church hurt, all this mm -hmm. stuff, right? Identity issues. How can your book, the life journal help? Well, you know, definitely healing does not happen overnight. And so again, it's something that takes place from the inside out. So you got to work on the inside and asking those hard questions and, you know, really diving deep to figure out the answers to these questions is what's going to help you. And so the journal really helps you to obtain the clarity um, of the things and experiences in your life that have caused you to be fearful to live life mm. um, to its fullest potential and allow you the permission to be who you were meant to be. Mm. You have a lot of other material out. Um, I'm blessed and fortunate to have my hands on all of them. Um, and I didn't do the hookup. I, I bought it. I, I don't <laughs> want the hookup. I don't want the discount. I bought it. And there's some listeners out there that say, hey, Wes, um, I love what you're doing, but I don't have the resources to purchase this book. Guess what? Today I'm going to do you a favor. The first listener to contact me 
you have to do two things. One, you have to go to uh, Keisha's website and all the information will be in our show notes. Uh, you can purchase her books on Amazon, but you may not have the resources, the money. Um, feel free to contact us. Um, and again, everything will be in the bio. And let us know that, and I will personally send you her material for free. Doesn't cost you anything. So you're saying, hey, I want to start. I can't afford a therapist. I can't afford. Okay, great. This journal, her books can be a great resource for you. Keisha, it's been an honor um, for you to come in the studio and kick it with me and uh, share your knowledge. What else are you working on? Uh, what can the people, where can the people find you? You know, drop all your social media <laughs> handles and all that good stuff. Well, I'm definitely on Facebook um, under Mad Therapy, M-A-D-D therapy um instagram same wait i gotta thing. be mad to come see you you, you ain't gonna be <laughs> mad but you're gonna get mad therapy when you get there hey, that's you know and so mad is also an acronym for music art dance and drama so we utilize those those things to help you therapeutically um as well and so i'm also on facebook on a more legacy um, you know we have a more legacy.com we got madtherapy.com and you know just look us up. Okay. Which all that, all of that will, again, be in our bio. So I appreciate you uh, coming into the studio. I do want to have you back because we need to talk more about this fear. This fear, <laughs> this hurt. Because um, this is what is unlocking people potential. And that's the renewed perspective that we want to give to the world. So again, to all the listeners, thank you for taking time out. Feel free to share and like the information uh, that you will receive. Till next time. Yeah, take care. Hey, thanks for listening to the Everything Renewed podcast. I hope you heard something that was helpful and that you can relate to. Do me a favor, like, share, and subscribe to the show. Remember, start with the mind and everything can be renewed. Until next time, stay fresh, stay cool, and stay renewed.